Did you know you don't need to go to the grocery store for groceries? What? Did you know you don't need to go to Sam Goody for new music? Wait, really? Did you know you don't need to go to Blockbuster to rent movies? Well, they're they're out of business. Did you know that you don't need to go all the way to the stock market and stand in line for stocks? Man, I don't think you ever had to do that. Level X is all you need to take your portfolio to the next level. Level X app and web trader is a straightforward self-directed platform to access the U.S. markets with stocks and ETFs all commission free. Well, did you know their freaking CEO is a scene kid and has been on our podcast? What more do you want out of your online brokerage account? Nothing. Welcome to Back in the Cool Day, a podcast where a couple of pals who grew up in the scene together reminisce on music and memories. There it is. Welcome, everybody. There it is. Welcome, guys. Heck yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So today we have uh, David Bunton and Eric, what's your last name? We didn't even get your last name. It's uh, it's Karushak. Karushak. Well, I would have screwed it up anyway. Uh, <laughs> from the showdown. Uh, and we're super excited to have you guys. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, man. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. We're happy to have you guys. Uh, so we'd like to always start it off just as like kind of getting to know the guests of the bands and everything. Like we, we know you guys from the showdown, but what was like those early days for you? What's your musical origin story? What were those early albums, show experiences? Like, um, you know, what got you into the scene and this style of music? Whose older brother gave you like a CD that changed your life? That kind of thing. <laughs> or skate park or whatever. Yeah, Eric, you want to start? Of- <laughs> yeah, exactly. Man, so probably, I mean, I can remember being, you know, being super young and like waiting on, you know, my parents to be in the other room or to be gone you know and leave me home for a little while with my older brother and like you know as soon as they would leave i would you know flip on mtv and of course you had like the inner sandman video was kind of like what i was always waiting on to come on and video and then you had you know a little bit of like the 80s hair metal still on there but um gosh you always had like the alice in chains wood video like that was another Mm. one always just hoping was going to come on in the you know 30 minute time span that they were gone but then beyond that, I would say probably like at least kind of what started bringing me into like the underground scene a little bit is um, a guy named Daniel Swain, who was actually like in he had a band and his older brother had a band and kind of our entire band kind of grew out of their band, so to speak. We were all sort of in their band at one point in time or wanted to be in their band. And so uh, he told me about this band, MXPX, when I was probably like, oh, man, thank you maybe like 12 or 13, you know? Yeah. And I was like, this is it. Like, this is punk rock. Like my life has changed. This is, this is where we're going. This is what we're doing, you know? And it was just mm-hmm. like punk rock for life after that. <laughs> yeah. What, do you remember what album that would have been in that time frame? It's hard to remember sometimes with how many albums they have. <laughs> I know probably teenage politics. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I think that's when I like really started to get into them and then quickly okay. got like their, their older stuff. But yeah so yeah it was like they that's a great band to get into because they had so many freaking albums yeah like right away (laughs) yeah yeah and then like at that point in time they were putting stuff out so fast and then there was so much old stuff already it's like well awesome here's like 80 songs to digest you know (laughs) oh yeah and then uh let it happen came out and it literally had like 32 songs (laughs) i want to (laughs) say yep you brought up something that i haven't even like uh like considered in so long and that's watching mtv waiting for a music video like particular music videos to come on yeah dude i have not even like everything's so attainable now i I haven't even considered that in so long like Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) that's so good i remember these kids are spoiled the kids are spoiled now with youtube i remember that like on the box and vh1 you just open open that your track comes on and now you just do type it in that's so cool it's such a different world and i think it uh, it sounds like such like an old person thing to say, but I'll say it anyways. Like it does probably <laughs> for all of us, like hinder our like appreciation. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Mm. You know, I mean, you can pull it up on your phone. Like, you know, I've probably listened to like six or seven albums today. And like, you mm. know, when I was 10, 12 years old, like that just wasn't even possible. You know, <laughs> yeah. like, you mm. might have had a couple of tapes, but the amount of work you had to do to even like find the cool songs on that tape, you know, was a lot. 
Oh yeah. man, yeah. And the accessibility. Like right now, you can literally be doing anything anywhere and put on music. Whereas before it was yeah. like you pretty much sit in your car, in your room, or your or like your parents' living room where they had a boom box or whatever. But yeah. it wasn't just like you could do it all the time anywhere. So true. For sure, man. What a like in not even twenty years, how drastic of a change it's been. It's so crazy. Yeah. 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 And the next the next phase is you don't even have to search it. You just have to like think about the song and then it'll like yeah, right. Well, yeah. I guess it's almost there because you can just say like Siri play, you know, whatever. Yeah, Mark dude, of the uh, Beast. Alexa, play whatever. <laughs> yeah. We we'll be there like super quick. All you gotta do yeah, is yeah. Move, like, steering wheel and you're there, you know. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So Zuckerberg then... will figure it out in the metaverse. That's right. Oh, yeah. So after uh so after MXPX, like what were some other bands that just kind of rocked your world and then maybe what led into you starting to play your instrument like all that kind of stuff or instruments it was kind of i mean it was kind of at least for me like like wanting to play was around that time like i already i already played drums but then it was like all right you know i i gotta be in a band and like daniel and his brother jeremy had a cool band you know they had like a punk rock band or whatever and so nice um you know then we kind of started started a band like myself and david and and travis um one of the guitar players for the showdown and so you know we had like you know whatever like a goofy high school band or whatever but we always kind of wanted to be like their band you know so we just kind of yeah i think it was maybe trav first like started to play bass for their band and then like david and travis like had graduated high school and so david was always always there hanging out and dave weren't they like well, David's here all the time anyway. Like, we just need to, like, teach him to sing. Yeah, pretty much. Because <laughs> so, yeah. David was a drummer. David played drums in our, like, high school band. Oh, nice. Oh. Yeah. Heck yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, I was just always around. Yeah, me and Jeremy, <laughs> he just taught me, the. you know, I guess I just figured it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so wild. Do you remember any specific challenges of learning that, or did it come pretty naturally? No, I mean, it took a while. I mean, I guess. I mean, I, I, yeah, I don't really know because I always like sang along with, you know, all, all the punk rock records in, in my car. And I don't know. I guess that you just do that enough and, until you can do it to where it's passable. And especially yeah. Like, yeah. when we started like playing metal. Yeah. Honestly, like I, think, I think what really transitions a singer is recording. That's when you like start to realize what your voice actually sounds like, and you start to actually like, um, you know, dial it in a little more. Mm. That's so funny that you like that the the front man was like put upon you as opposed to like something like you normally hear like the front man's like like it's all he ever wanted to do. Yeah, you know, like he was uh, you know, born to be the front man, you know, and then here they're like, yo, man, you should do this. That's kind of cool that they like kind of handed you the keys to the castle in that way. Yeah, and I mean, I think that, like, really, honestly, like, you know, Jeremy is like a shredder guitar player, and he just wanted to, like, focus on that, and, mm-hmm. you know, we, and they all sang, like, when we, when we were doing punk rock, like, we all sang and tried to do, like, you know, tons of harmonies, that was, like, a big deal, so, you know, it was just kind of, kind of a trip, like, uh, being in that spot, and then, you know, Eric, you joined Jeremy quit and then you ended up joining and playing with us. Yeah. Yeah. Man, that's crazy. I mean, that would have been 25 years ago now. Roughly. Yeah. I mean, that probably <laughs> that's crazy. It's crazy to think about. Tw- yeah. 20 oh, <laughs> coming up on 25 Boy, time flies, man. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that was like, you started playing with us. Like a, you were playing with us when we played with Reliant K and yeah. that college yeah, yeah. in Virginia. Yeah. yeah man talk about that show that sounds we all had our like big break shows where <laughs> it wasn't actually a big break but it felt like a big break <laughs> 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 like you tell all your your parents friends how big you're getting and stuff because you uh are playing with this big band and then like there's like 20 kids that actually showed up for the opening band yeah <laughs> the only thing was is like it was the complete opposite of that. <laughs> oh, no. oh, that's great. It was you sick. did have those experiences those, too, right? Yeah, that's not cool. only we've got plenty of those. We've yeah. got plenty. Yeah. <laughs> no but, way. So what what was this one like? The show was awesome. It was like sold out and 
Reliant K was super cool. Yeah, um, those guys were. I heard they were so cool. Yeah, I ended up being able to sing on you know their their one of their records and. No way! Was, yeah, that was Hell a trip, yeah. you know. So they're, they're yeah, cool. they're pretty awesome, awesome show. Go get your plaque. <laughs> Yeah, it's on the wall. I've got a gold record. Oh, heck yeah. From... You're on the record. You get the gold record. Yeah. <laughs> My mm-hmm. dude. Them residuals. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just living yeah. off those Ryan K residuals. Cool. That, those are residual <laughs> vibes for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like yeah. residual vibes forever. Sending forever. good thoughts your way. Is that what they <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> they send in your residual wishes <laughs> for sure in regards yeah <laughs> dash matt t in regards yeah <laughs> dude that's sick so when you guys like when you started playing cho- like, like you had already like what was your first mosh experience like the first time you saw that in a show was that pretty early that was pretty yeah I, that's like kind of in the same vein like what was the transition there from really punk rock to more like old school metal that's kind of the same question a little bit what happened it was like <laughs> i think David David may kind of remember a little bit better, but but Daniel, who was like the the original drummer from like the punk rock days, once we all like infiltrated and kind of took over he and his brother's band, which was called Twenty Five Forty. So mm. once we kind of like took over that band, we I, it it just seems like I don't know if maybe kind of some of the more almost like metalcore or kind of you know heavy punk rock bands like thrice like the early thrice stuff and some of those bands were kind of you know getting bigger and blowing up and i think we're just kind of we're gravitating a little bit more to kind of like that slightly more aggressive you know so it Mm. but it was definitely like a a push pull to go that way which i think was was good it wasn't like able to just start like writing heavy metal songs you know we kind of had a transition where there for a while like we were almost like a very much like heavy metal influenced punk band you know kind of mm. like played like fast metal stuff because that still kind of appeased like daniel and just kind of you know the the idea that like this is a punk band and um but it it, it started that transition that's when we changed the name of the band to um showdown it was not called the showdown originally it was just showdown um uh-huh. oh interesting fact yeah Ooh, i don't remember some tea who was on say what side of that argument but there was like a very serious argument about that you know and um Dang, is it one showdown or is it just showdowns in general yeah what are we no, trying daniel, to say here was it daniel he will not refer to it as the showdown to this day but years later it's like it's a stupid name either way you say it who cares <laughs> <laughs> it's like the it's like the facebook just remove it remember that yeah that's true that's, that's funny it was it's the flip, the flip of that i feel like we need to do this documentary style and now like pause this part of the story and go into david's uh upbringing you know where like you're finally into the next part of the story and then they're just like five years earlier and you're like what the hell yeah we're gonna do that right <laughs> when you were a little kid david do what now can, can you say you- that again like obsessed with hair metal when you were a little kid, like poison and and that kind of thing. Yeah, like Def Leppard, Poison, Twisted Sister, Motley Crue. Like <laughs> I had like all of the like uh like seven inch albums and stuff. Like oh my word, what age? Yeah, um, I was like five, <laughs> six. <laughs> I did, well, and and it was like you know. I had it was on records, like there were records, like yeah, yeah. We didn't so like you know it. it I could do a record player when I was five years old. It's pretty awesome. But um, I had like a uh, notable skills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Um, but um, I had like a speaker and a microphone, and like I had like leather pants and like <laughs> a sparkle glove and like like a Michael Jackson shirt, you know. So like Dang. I would like get up in the mornings like five six, and I would play like Molly Crew smoking in the boys' room. I would like have my leather pants on. I'd just be jamming. <laughs> okay, so this is where you were born to be a, a lead singer, I guess. There this is go. what Blake was I, referring yeah. to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was there all along. You didn't know it, just yet, saw yeah. it and 
Yeah. Yeah, it must have been. But no, I mean, it's kind of crazy. I mean, I really like Twisted Sister a lot too. And I wanted, uh, one time I I cut my arm with this candlestick because I wanted to make face paint with blood. I was, oh, wanting, to shoot. Do, I was wanting to do this like rendition of we're not going to take it. <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> like, who does that? <laughs> yeah, well. That's what counseling's for these days, you know. <laughs> that's not, you know, super that's not what it's for. From present day, though. <laughs> now, did you try to wear the leather pants to to elementary school? Probably, yeah, definitely. I, oh, I'm sure. So cool. No, no problems there. That was well received at the elementary school. Oh, I'm sure my mom would never have let me done that. <laughs> uh, no, tried we're, and failed. We didn't play that game. Either. Yeah, but yeah, yeah I mean, amazing. it's <laughs> yeah, but I mean, that's pretty cool. I, I, I've got some of those pictures somewhere, but um, please, yeah. please, Man, it started please early. Them. I have six. I'm trying to think. I I was nowhere near this. Dude, I I know for a fact I was wearing jogging pants that were too short with white (laughs) socks and like hiking shoes. (laughs) I know for a fact that's about what I was doing until the age of like 10, 11, maybe older. Yeah. So no, I wasn't doing that. So yeah, then what? Yeah. Oh, sorry, Blake. No, no, go for it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I just mean then what? That's all I was going to (laughs) say. Yeah. (laughs) We're only just six years old right now. Yeah, <laughs> well, we got a long way to go. And I mean, yeah, I mean, I was, you know, the pretty much, I mean, the same thing that Eric was saying. I think the thing that's cool, like kind of t- tying it back into like current, something that I've kind of discovered and tying it back to Furnace Fest. Um, mm-hmm. Speaking of the metal and the punk rock and all this and that and the other, like, you know, Eric was saying that we had like a transition period. It's weird because like there's bands right now that kind of sound like like punk rock bands. Like mm-hmm. I didn't yeah. know that I like was a comeback kid fan. Like mm-hmm. they yeah, yeah. they rock. They're like a, oh, they're, they, so they're sick. And this mm-hmm. is the band that's uh, playing after us. Uh, counterparts. I've been jamming on them for the past couple of days. They oh, yeah. straight up like have like slick shoes riffs, but mm-hmm. but it's not like. It's not like this, like cheesy. It's it's crazy. Like I don't mm-hmm. get it. Like how they meld that kind of like metallic, like punk thrashy sound, but then they have like these like, uh, like you know, almost like mechanical like chugging parts and stuff. It's like it's yeah. not it's not tropey. It's not a bit. You know what I mean? It's it's really interesting. Like I think it's pretty inspired. I've heard like some bands recently like that that really like kind of stoked me out weird that yeah. band's been playing forever i realized that yeah, i was gonna say i played a show with counterparts like yeah 15 years ago or 12 years ago probably. Wow. yeah they have but like yeah, they, i think records. they were like posi core was kind of what they were described as like years ago to me they didn't describe themselves as that but yeah like that kind of like melodic but heavy and intense but really mm-hmm. beautiful at the same time it's kind of awesome. Yeah. Slick yeah. shoes. Oh, I, I've been listening to Rusty almost on repeat lately, like an obnoxious amount. <laughs> I went through a burnout kick about a year ago and I listened to burnout like twice a day for probably like a two month span. You know, it's like, yeah, never it's like the most addicting music. It is. It is. We well, you know, David, you, you mentioned like, I think that's what's so, what's so cool about Furnace Fest is they meld all these, there's metal, there's punk, there's, you know, metalcore, all those different things all in one place. And there's some new, you know, you said Counterparts has been around for a while, but there's some of those new bands as well. So it's like this merge of new and old. And um, it's just, real, they've done a great job getting it, setting that all up and, and kind of having that balance of all those different, you know, styles and ages and everything to come together. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, for sure. For sure. It's pretty, it's pretty amazing. Like the, the, there's just a lot of, diverse jams going down you know for sure yeah i'm pretty yeah i'm pretty excited about catching a bunch of shows like yeah, man. You know, while yeah. i'm there i mean i was planning on going so definitely like stoked to enjoy the festival for sure how did it how did it come around that you guys were added to the bill can you tell that story yeah we just um 
got an email out of the blue from Ryan Luther, um, one of the dudes at the festival, and just kind of like, holy smokes. I think he he lived in Nashville. My wife lived in Nashville and got my wife, Sarah, got my email from her and then emailed me. And I was like, holy cow, you know, we weren't that wasn't really on my radar of things that, you know, we would be asked to play. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I just did you see last year when you were there, were you like secretly hoping that, you know, you'll be able to next year? No. Mm -hmm. Oh, no. No, because I knew I was hoping that the whole time. No, because I knew it would be a lot more work than I would want to do. You know, (laughs) not not saying that I'm not like into like working on things, but like, you know, it's a commitment. I mean, it's like not. I mean, I don't want to go to Furnace Fest and you know, sound like um, you know my first band dot com. (laughs) <laughs> you know, I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you know yeah, yeah. not not the place to phone it in i would say yeah especially yeah you know especially last year you know you go we see all these bands like and, and the bands that haven't played in a long time just crushed it uh, the yeah bands, the, the bar know, was high yeah the bands that were on tour just crushed it i mean it was like there was no shows that were bad. Agreed. I mean, yeah, you know, people were the the musicianship was was out of control. Yeah, I mean, like Beloved was a great example of that. Like, how mm-hmm. did they sound? They sounded three times better than they ever did when they were playing full time. Like, mm-hmm. they sounded incredible, and yeah. they that was the first show in twelve fifteen years. Yeah, it, it the bar was set really high. I it was really impressive. To, I yeah, that was such a blast. <laughs> For sure. But yeah. What do you like what are you guys looking forward to this year? Now that you guys are not just, you know, you're not spectators, you're part of the you know, you got that backstage special backstage pass and everything. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to try to get on stage with as many bands as I like as I can. I bet, yeah. dude, you're going to be asked to do so many guest spots. No, I doubt it. Let's take bets. Let's take bets on how many guest spots. Over under guest spots. Mm-hmm. Should we set it at two and a half? I just yeah. want to be. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's go. Um, I want to get <laughs> up on stage with Squad 5 Tramps on the Run. Let's do it. Heck um, yeah. You know what I mean? And, I feel like uh, that can happen. You think? I think you can make that happen. Yeah. They're probably big showdown fans. They just didn't. They've been closet for a little while. <laughs> Eric, what gotta, do you think? We got to put the feelers out there for that. We got to, I need to see that. Um, yeah. Shadows fall. Like, oh, that'll good. happen. Yeah. Um, you think that DA, you think Demon Hunter would let me get up on there? I, oh, yeah. I don't know. I'll just be the guy that just like pretends he knows things and say, like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. From what I know about Ryan man. Clark. <laughs> Right. From what <laughs> I know about Ryan, he'll let you up there. Let me get up on there. Well, and who, who, what is it? Because like the that night's nuts. It's like the end of it. it's like you know Demon Hunters playing, Maylene's playing, and dude, Maylene. Like that. I'm gonna try to get up on there with all, all those last three bands. If is I could just <laughs> if those two bands and <laughs> the shadows fall right, yeah. I wonder who goes. It's just like, and uh, so here's three. David, David again. Here he is. Oh my three. god! Okay. The next band. <laughs> yeah, so I think I think two and a half. I think two or two and a half is is the is the money line there. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's such a ridiculous lineup. Uh, this is probably a great time to announce that I nor Blake will be at Furnace Fest this year. We've been <sighs> some people reached out asking and. It is to my chagrin. chagrin. Hey, chagrin. we both said chagrin at the same time. That's, uh, that's cute. Uh, um, oh, I will not be though. there, and it's it's pretty devastating. My brother's still on the fence, though. He may he may be there. Mm. Yeah, However, can, I, can, I am I seeing Maylene Maylene's first show back in Tampa on the twenty second, which is easing the burn a little bit. But I really wanted to see you guys blindside. Uh, I mean, just. It's it's pretty uh, devastating to not be there. Even even like Watashiwa, obviously Squad Five yeah. O. 
it's it's uh, a lot of FOMO happening, but I'm at a place in in my life where I had to make a decision and try yeah. to not think about it. Well, like you know, I think that's the brave thing to do. Yeah, <laughs> you know, thank you. I, I, Thank I you. Think it's that's my... brave, and and you know that I mean, <laughs> I appreciate it. You, you don't want to do any. I mean, you just got to be realistic. I mean, you don't want to do anything that's going to let the podcast down. You know, you want. I know. Keep, you know, keep that. We're so concerned about like our listenership and like you know blowing this thing up that <laughs> like this is you don't want to. This is a risk, <laughs> dude. I know that's how I feel with the with everything else. You know, it's just like, dude, what am I gonna do? But yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, we couldn't. I couldn't swing it. Life's life got too crazy. But you know, yeah. we'll be we'll be watching and applauding from afar for sure. Yeah, I was I was honestly I was like gonna make it work until Maylene announced that show the twenty second, and I was like, oh, but I really want to see that too. Like Dallas's first show back at all is really really cool to see so that that made it a little easier to uh uh actually realize that financially this was probably not the best decision to go and timing was not working out well so yeah i'm feeling good about it now i've 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 uh i had a few panic nights in the middle of the night where you know you know when you wake up in the middle of the night and that's when your mind starts thinking about space and uh things that you'll never be able to fathom and then like anxiety kicks in I've had a few of those things where I wake up and I'm like, I think I'm making the wrong decision. I need to go. But then I wake up in the morning. I'm like, I don't know if I should do this. That's a lot of money <laughs> right don't now. Do Follow your don't do it. Go with your gut. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go with the gut. Yep. No. I don't know. The gut is go, 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 go. Yeah. Dave, Dave can just FaceTime you. Just give him a list. That's what I was going to say. If yeah. Sarah could uh, just FaceTime me. Yeah. The whole, like the whole show. Just like. Um. You should just like give her like a GoPro to strap on and then just like sync it to yeah, like put it on her head, stream. like on her forehead. Yeah. It won't, she won't even remember it's there. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure she'd be down. That would to make be it great. like a Zoom, like a Zoom wedding where like people feel like they have to go, like they have to watch it because you have no excuse to not show up to like a Zoom <laughs> thing. <laughs> Unreal. <laughs> what excuse, what excuse can you have to get out of going to a Zoom wedding? Oh, yeah, here's what do you have your do you put your camera on for a zoom wedding or do you like just turn the camera off? <laughs> it's so good oh man i my uh my niece and nephew like play basketball at their church you know and so they they live stream the event mm. and uh, it's all these like grandparents that live out of state watching that don't know how to use zoom <laughs> and some of the funniest goes down and like people are like, turn off your audio turn off your camera the, the one woman was saying like some pretty risque things in the background so it could be like that nice i would imagine that from a technical standpoint it's kind of like trying to get david and i ready to roll at the beginning of this <laughs> yeah dude that like talk about that 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 is this is such a huge undertaking to like relearn songs from 10 oh now like your last album was 12 years ago so and people are obviously going to want to hear the hits from your first album like the hits dude you have yeah yeah you have no idea how like i genuinely i know travis like feels the same way and and andrew like the original showdown drummer like played on the first two albums like right everyone was like i cannot believe that i didn't just pick up a guitar and know all this still <laughs> but it was yeah not- oh yeah but i think we all thought it was going to be that way <laughs> oh no and it was not it was, it was- <laughs> no it was like a ton of hours of sitting there with like an earbud in like what in the world are we playing like <laughs> wow. who's playing what yeah none like- of it <laughs> Like at one point we were like on YouTube looking for like kids like covering some of the songs. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, could, better like, than you could ever the, play it. The bro, shout out Garrett. What's up, Garrett? <laughs> he he so made some watch... videos for us, man. He had it down, dude. No way. That's, yeah. So he he retaught you. He made videos so you could relearn your songs that he knew better than you did. Yeah, that's interesting. That's you should crazy. probably give him some credit. To show like, maybe even at Furnace Fest. That's right. He he should get a gold record, right? Yeah. He should be playing with you a song at Furnace Fest. That's oh so yeah. True. 
We should try and hook that. Up. But that's Garrett, why you I know. Got you. And see, that's what they don't understand and why they will never understand it. <laughs> you have like to be kids. so dangerous. You have to be so dangerous that you're not even willing to learn your own songs. Trying. Like, that's how <laughs> willing. You have to be that willing to go that hard that you don't even care. That's how little you care. And then you can play a, a true riff. Mm-hmm. But oh, you man. have to let somebody else teach it to you first because you, you got to die. You have to die to yourself. Right? <laughs> yeah, dude. That's it, humbleness. If you remember it, it takes all the feel out of it, you know? Yes. There's yeah. no feeling if you just remember that stuff. Like, you got to just, yeah. like, yeah. Yeah. Was there a moment when you, when you, when you like, when you hit, like, got the riff down, you all looked at each other and were like, we're back. We got this down now. Dude, there were, there were, there were a few moments like early on. Like this, I guess, I don't know. I don't even remember when we started like rehearsing. But yeah, there were a few moments early on where it was like we would get done with a song and it was like, all right, dudes, like, I think we're going to make it. <laughs> no go. way. Did, did Dow ever creep in and we're like, we're not going to be able to f- do this? <laughs> it did. We yesterday and it was like that <laughs> uh, oh yesterday oh good no, <laughs> it's been a digression over the last few months <laughs> call garrett back up man we gotta we, yeah where are you at man he can jam those straight up he's probably gonna be there he's got those wrists he might be there like i'm gonna out and find him he don't mess with that he don't play dude he, he don't he only yeah plays. he's if we were going to be big. playing with like Lamb of God or Allison Chains, he would be there. But he's not coming to Furnace Fest, dude. Garrett, don't nah, do that. nah, he's got. Yeah, he, nah, he play. Yeah. He he does money riffs. Yeah, uh, for whatever guy. and for whatever reason, he really likes Backbreaker, and that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, Garrett gets invited to a lot of things, so it's you know, dude, Garrett's the man. He's he's got to make adult decisions sometimes, just like we did. Yep. Dude, whenever we um, whenever we go to play in um, Texas, dude's gonna jam with us for sure. Oh, heck where was yeah. he living? Texas. Wait, he lives in Texas. He can make it to Furnace Fest. Dallas, like Tenor, Fort Worth, oh, somewhere, okay. land of Pantera. Yeah, yeah. Okay. land of Pantera. I'm in Houston, so I didn't know if he was close by. Oh no way, that's cool. Mm. Mm. Um, have you guys heard of Jesus Peace? I have heard of. You should, you should check him out. That the. Um, the singer is from like this, literally the exact area we grew up in, like, which is a small town in the middle of nowhere. Um, and they're, they're just scary heavy. You should probably check that out. You'll enjoy it. Yeah. Are they playing this gig? Oh yeah. They're playing Sunday, Sunday, like, um, kind of early in the day. Looks like, um, but yeah, shout out Aaron, Aaron heard good, good people. Awesome. Jesus peace. Yeah, Jesus peace. Dude, so Aaron was like he was like the I mean he was younger than than I was, so I I would say kid. He's obviously a grown ass man now, so mm, saying kid mm. isn't isn't going to work too well, but he uh he made everybody else like insecure to dance because he was so good at it. He would do like like backflips and so good at it. Not Going like backflips, like he would run forward and then do a backflip while he was running forward kind of stuff, and his leg would be higher than a human's leg should ever be, that kind of stuff. Um, it's like he, hardcore parkour. Yeah, that's what it looked like. Yeah, just un, unreal, but such a good dude. Like, it's yeah, it's awesome to see that how cool he is. The rest of the world gets to see it as well. For sure. <laughs> that's awesome. But yeah, check them out. They're, they're crazy, crazy heavy. Are you all going to hang out the whole weekend? I think it's kind of like scattered. Like, um, I think we're pretty much all going to be there at least two days. I think Dave's going to be there the entire time, but everybody's just schedule is so crazy. Like, I think a couple of the guys are going to be there the whole time. A couple nice. people like Friday and Saturday. So, nice. yeah. That's sick. Mm-hmm. Damn. I'm trying to get down there early. I'm trying to get down there on Thursday. I want to go see Darling Fire on Thursday. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I missed them in Tampa um, a few weeks ago. I was kind of bummed. But yeah, yeah. What else are you guys excited about? Like, what uh, what bands are you really looking forward to seeing? I'm personally, I mean, I mean, I'm excited to see uh, Squad Five O. 
Um, yeah. I want to try to catch. I, I think I'm going to be able to catch because our our set's really close to stairwell, but I really want to watch stairwell. Oh yeah, yeah. For real. heck yeah. And um, you know, thrice and descendants. I've always wanted to see the descendants. So I mean, there's a lot. Yeah, of- it was. Yeah, I thought the descendants was like that was a pretty big uh big value for furnace fest yeah like i i i would think the descendants would be like bigger than than a festival like furnace fest no offense furnace fest you're great you're doing great but i thought they'd be more like a coachella type thing i don't know yeah i mean i, I know nothing about coachella i'm glad i don't know what whatever happened to gojira super they cool go? who was it gojira weren't they supposed to play it at one point i think I they would something may have happened Huh. They maybe sure. maybe they didn't get it to. It just stinks because I I like that band a lot. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Idol maybe Threat would be cool to see. Sunny Day obviously would be just insane. Blindside. Oh, I'm bummed that I was really excited to see Page of the Lion, but yeah, it's not gonna happen. Stretch again. Yeah. Drug Church. Well, I've, Drug Church is still a band. So what's that? Blindside. They're playing like Silence. That Giller record. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh man. That record band. is legit. Oh my gosh, it's so. I still listen to it somewhat regularly. Five Iron Frenzy would be awesome to see. Advent, oh, pretty much everybody. Yeah, I mean, it's just sick all around. They do a great Advent, job. stupid heavy. I'm excited to watch them. Like, so good. Uh, Spirit Box. That yeah. band's playing. That yeah, band's, Spirit Box is cool. That band's like, they're, I've seen a few YouTube videos, man. And they, it appears that they are nasty live. Like, oh yeah. It appears that they sound just like the record, so I'm I'm into that. Like bands that are just ridiculously tight and ridiculously um, like polished live. You know, I mean, I like mm-hmm. the high thing, but I don't want people realize how hard it is to like be that dead on live. You know, yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. that's not what we do, but <laughs> I do appreciate it. <laughs> they kill it, do it. You know, so for sure, for sure, I'm gonna pick them out. Yeah, I mean. Especially, dude, especially like with us, like we're playing venues now, like the White Rabbit Records. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, what's we all we polish it up, you know? I mean, we yeah. just got like a 45 cap room, 45, mm. yeah, standing room only. Yeah, we'll jam on your, yeah, we're, we're unpolishing. <laughs> like you were too good for too long we're and now back. yeah you got you, you're laying out letting a little like layer of rust settle in just so you're not like you a know, patina you don't too shiny it's like a patina yeah. it's not a rust I like, no, we just no we just thought we were we just thought we were but now we're just keeping it real there you go <laughs> right i mean half, it's like half that's a new album it. the showdown keeping it real boom <laughs> who it's like who cares at the end of the day, like you guys have jobs, presumably, <laughs> and like yeah. lives and families, and like have fun. If, if like playing to a click is going to make it not fun, then don't freaking play to a click. <laughs> Who cares? No, but we'll be playing to a click. You don't will. get it twisted. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> don't get too crazy. Yeah, yeah. Now, David, no, I don't yeah, want to let them. I'll start putting on the internet that we suck before we suck now. <laughs> <laughs> Like, we'll wait. We'll release it after afterwards. So oh, no, crash. I crash. <laughs> and we'll let out all the secrets after you play. You know? That's right. So, David, I was like, I, I, I mean, I don't think you have enough time to grow your hair long again to for Furnace Fest. Are you going? Is like, is there a wig situation that you're going to pull out for a song, or are you just? Well, it's like, how know, metal are you? Does your hair just? Are you, are you gonna? Are you just gonna let? You want it? Are you just gonna let that lie? Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I have like a little bit of something going on back here. I don't know. It yeah. disappeared with your with your background. Oh, I can see it a little bit. Yeah, yeah. It, okay. It disappeared into buttheads. Uh, is that Beavis or Butthead? I actually don't know which one's which, which is a little embarrassing to admit. No, it's cool. Beavis is on the right. Yeah, right? Your rat your rat tail was like digitally glitching out, man. We couldn't see it. <laughs> it was too much. Yeah. yeah. Zoom was censoring yeah. it. Yeah, it, it was, dude, and that—that's what they don't understand. <laughs> Dang. that's what they never understand. Oh, there it is. Oh, there, right. it is. Yeah, yeah. there you go. It's—it's it's good, man. It'll come through on the audio. Don't worry about it. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Actually, Zoom's you know, still canceling it out. <laughs> you know, sh- showing off. You know, showing off hair always really translates. You know. Yeah, yeah. It's great for. Audio. So anyway, you got a little bit. I get a little bit of the the grunge for the for the, you know, the rat tail for for, for the for the show. Yeah, it's too. You gotta have something to shake. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> Now, have you, have you like, are you guys into visualization? Have you visualized what it's like going to be to like get up there and start? Or are you just kind of like letting it like whatever's going to happen is going to happen? Like, are you, are you, what do they call the dream boards or whatever? Are you dream boarding how it's going to go? Like what's the, what's the pre, the mental right, during preparation this breakdown, here? Let's all stand on the monitors yeah, 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 yeah. and put our fists in there. Are you practicing? Are you practicing the metal stance and the ch- like what's the practice these guys invented the metal stance my yeah, friend i mean I, i'm just trying <laughs> to keep right. it real <laughs> there we go <laughs> yeah, i don't know our upcoming I, album i want to just play metal but like as myself well i guess if you've been doing this since you're five six years old i think that it will flow then will it not <laughs> <laughs> yeah i have a feel i have a feeling you'll be all right yeah that's no, awesome. I, I don't know yeah are they doing video know. this I mean, year? Do you know? Oh, sorry. No, I mean, we have bits, you know. I mean, everybody thinks about this, this, I guess, snake bit and all this and that and the other. But, I mean, you know, there's just so much more to us than that. And I just, that's what they don't understand. Bull We're crap. just misunderstood, dude. Dude, you nobody know, wants I mean, to hear about your art. Just say funny, just shit. <laughs> funny shit from yeah, the stage. No, I mean, it's like. <laughs> there's so much more to us. Check out our <laughs> NF- check out our NFT project. Like, yeah, we have like a a new band coming out. It's it's like pop punk. It's like MGK stuff. And I just feel like want people to know like the the real us. <laughs> yeah, we're into PVs and cranks and Randall. Yeah. Heck yeah, and that's all. Thank you. This is what we want. Give give them what they want, dude. You guys, you're. I I've never been I've never enjoyed watching a band as much as I enjoyed watching you guys. I can honestly say that. I probably saw you live six times over the course of, you know, five years or something. Probably two thousand six, two thousand six, two thousand ten, maybe, like that range. Maybe even a little earlier. There is not a more there was not a more you guys in showbread. I think two like most fun bands to watch ever dude that's awesome i i, I agree i agree with that thank you that's crazy um yeah showbread's amazing yeah oh, they're yeah. killer to killer to watch live for sure but yeah that's that's awesome thank you, you know what one of the shows that uh my band played with you guys was with showbread it was the showdown showbread mortal treason at the burning bush cafe in uh Harleysville, Pennsylvania, middle of nowhere. It's like a little Methodist church, I want to say. Very middle of nowhere. Yeah. That's I think that's the first time I saw you. That's right. Yeah, that's awesome. Oh, that was I fun. think that's I'm pretty sure that might be the time that I went and um hung out with this bro that I met, Josh Crady, and he gave me a bunch of MXPX MP3s. That's right. We talked about that. Yeah. And I think my brother knew who you were talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Josh Crady, shout hey, out. Peter, what's up? <laughs> um, and then I'm, now, I'm, now I'm thinking about it. We did two. We did two shows on like back to back. I think one of them was in Delaware or like South Pen- Southern Pennsylvania or something. Um, but yeah, that's right. I forgot. Dude, that's amazing. Yeah. My memory is really pathetic. That's something I should have had like prepared and ready to talk about. <laughs> and, uh, for a nostalgia podcast the memory situation is yeah it's not it's not good it doesn't work yeah. too well but yeah but we keep it real we keep it real yeah blake were you at that show you probably weren't but i i, I didn't i don't think i went to that, that showbread one though imagine I went to other ones there, that but... happening in the gym at Tabor. yeah Tabor united methodist that's what it's called so mm. mortal treason the showdown and showbread and then el toro which was like a soft rock band that i was in that's awesome with an awesome name it was it did was, becoming uh, the archetype like oh that sounds familiar probably i i feel like you're right it's a staple that, that that was a great venue 
Oh yeah, it was awesome. Nick Dolman. I remember Nick seeing War of Ages there. Uh, that was a great show. That was actually Kevin's church. Our uh, our buddy Kevin that David, you met him at Furnace Fest, but he's also on the podcast sometimes. Good one of my very good friends. But that was the church oh, he grew boys. up at. So good. Hey, should we jump into the album? Yeah, I think we should. Because it's almost nine thirty here. Yeah, let's let's do it. Cool. So this is um the section that the bit of the show that we have dubbed songs from your away message, which is an homage to those in AOL instant message days where you would leave passive aggressive lyrics in your away message to let people know how you're feeling. Um, which is primarily so, what Blake did. <laughs> yes. I mean, that's very, just keeping it real. Just, again, know, just, keeping, just it real. keeping it real. Just keeping it real. Real, I love that, it. that should be the name of this episode, keeping it real with a showdown. Uh, mm. So, um, David had said he wanted to talk about uh, Squad 5.0's album Bombs Over Broadway. So, David, why? Uh, what? Controversial. Controversial. However you say that word, choice, with the whole 9-11 thing. Oh, yeah. You know? Did you ever look yeah. up, like, the, the stuff around that where, like, People are like, he's prophetic. Yeah. He, uh, isn't that crazy? I mean, it, it is really crazy. It's a whole rabbit hole, bro. Yeah, it is. Like, I went on really? again today. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like with the album cover and everything. Like, yeah, it's a whole... People draw a lot of conclusions on that, man. Mm. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. I'm going to dive into this while we discuss. I Even the, the first blog post that I read about it, the guy said, I, I'm not typically one to dive into oh, conspiracy sh- theories. <laughs> Like just, just saw it. He lost it. He just went off the edge of the flat earth over there. Like look yeah. at his eyes. Yeah, dude. He believes Holy everything shit. now. He <laughs> believes everything. Oh um, my god! Is there like an Alex Jones documentary about this this whole thing? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, oh it my couldn't, god, couldn't be more ridiculous timing for a metaphor of a album. Jesus! Holy! <laughs> what year is this? What year did this come 2000. out? Two thousand. Like. Nine months before they had to change. No, I don't even think it released until after, right? And they had to change the no, maybe they changed it after they released it, but they changed the album artwork and everything. Mm-hmm. Wow, huh? Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna have to dive deep into this. Holy, shit. yeah, I mean, Truthers. I just thought it was a full record. <laughs> 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 what made it cool? <laughs> Talk about the songs because, like, you're we've only got to 11 and you're taking all the time talking about. Cover. I mean, <laughs> it's definitely the coolest part of the album experience is that they predicted one of the greatest or the largest events in American history. So, yeah. I mean, it's kind of a big deal. Let's talk about what we like about the songs, though, if you guys want. Wait, hold on. Oh, hold on. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Wait, before we jump <laughs> no, into that, another something. Um, uh, do you know about this other controversy that they have? I'm, I'm learning all about the controversies here very quickly. Let's start with controversy and then go into the art eventually. Yeah, we, yeah, I, I mean, like we got to bring the drama, right? I mean, that's yeah, what people are here yeah. for. That's why people yeah. listen to this podcast. Drama, drama and learning facts, like like hard facts. So apparently on their initial release, the album, What I Believe, it contained a song called Our State Flag Sucks. Uh, yeah, Georgia about, Flag. Yeah. Did you know about that too? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, which dude, is awesome. I like I love well, that yeah, because it was there. they felt like it was um, like prejudice and, and yeah, it's like the Confederate Navy Jag for sure. Mm-hmm. Didn't they, they, awesome, haven't they man. changed that since then? I don't know. I'm I pretty sure they nice. took that. I'm pretty sure they changed their state flag. I think sure. so. Oh yeah, it looks like they did because of the song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because of Squad Five O, because they're yeah. right. the jam. John, yeah, they definitely got that changed. <laughs> John, <laughs> What'd you say? They said John and Jeff went in there and got that changed. They lobbied, yeah. got that. Changed. Oh yeah, right. they got a lot, a lot of pool around there. Yeah, I mean they're from how, Georgia. So. How many Squad Five O shows do you think me and you have been to, Dave? Ten, minimum, at least minimum. I think it's oh, yeah. five five times. Yeah, we we used to. If they came within a freak radius, dude. Me and David were there. They were a blast. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Them and yeah. I. I would play I, a band I was in played a lot of shows with 121 and then Chris oh, um, what's his name Chris uh would was in both bands you know because it was his brother yeah, was, yeah they were super cool and like so fun they were to play with awesome that band was yeah. awesome. their drummer was awesome their like imagery and stuff was awesome yep 
Yeah. Authentic. Yeah, they need him for Furnace Fest next year. I'll buy a ticket. Dude, that's a good call. Uno Bante Uno. Yes. <laughs> yes. Nice. So Dude. well, yeah, let's let's get into what you guys love about this album. I um yeah, it's a it's it's one that I loved I loved growing up. Um I loved watching them live mostly. I mean, punk is like uh, I think that's one of the best things about punk is it's like the albums almost point to their live show, even like the mm. way it's recorded, like it's super dry, it's super live feeling. When you see them live, it feels almost the same, you know, mm-hmm. if not better because there's more energy and power. But yeah, what what are you guys, what are you guys feeling? I mean, I personally like that record. I mean, I, I know like a lot of people hate on it. I mean, I, I mean, I think that maybe like um, even some of the folks in the band hate on it and, and that's fine um i just have to disagree i think that that record i mean they locked it in like i mean you've got grooves with cowbells and it's just like chants you know it's like the perfect tempo anthems yeah i don't know I, I personally i think it's great i think it's a great record mm. any favorite tracks yeah i mean i like i'm a big fan of uh tramps on the run love that yeah um we on the night uh great song yeah yeah those are probably probably two of my favorite ones i mean i like them all but um Heck yeah. yeah i like those the best hmm. it looks like i guess bombs over broadway is the, the big hit that was off that i'm looking at just the spotify mm-hmm. oh yeah renegade yeah. i guess too mm-hmm. renegade's cool great song yeah i mean it just you know just really fun music and really fun to see live. And mm-hmm. I, I mean, front man is one of the greatest of all times. Yeah. 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 I, I would, mean, I, I would say he even elevated their music like a lot live. Like even if, if somebody heard the album and wasn't quite into it, like when you saw them live, you were definitely into it. Oh, for sure. I mean, just like, yeah, I mean, definitely like copied that everything he did. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just like seeing them. It's just like opened up a whole new world. Like, oh, I, you know, there's something about just like you know, just kind of rolling with it, just doing whatever, saying whatever. Yeah. Not trying to be anything that you're not. You know, I, I just really like enjoyed watching them because of that. You know, it's a super fun show. It's interesting how, and I wasn't a huge Squad Five O guy, but like, it's really interesting how they. It's kind of like almost a groovy punk rock. You know what I mean? It's not just like thrashy, mm. like real fast, fast, fast. It's kind of got like a little like uh, a little. What do I want to say? It's almost like the definition little, of punk punk rock. It's like a little something. cheeky, almost maybe. Oh you know? yeah, yeah. It's got those uh, like eighties, eighties. Vibe. I'm trying to think of of the band that I'm thinking of. Um, a little. You, I think. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. You can kind of hear there. Is there a Ramones influence there? Yeah. With them. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It sounds like, and it's like almost like I think that they got like some like uh, rock producer to produce that record. Uh. <laughs> you know, like on purpose or something. So yeah, I mean, there's just a lot going for that record. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, in my opinion. You know, then there are other camps that think that that record is trash as far as the way it sounds and stuff. But I don't know. I, I think that there's a, a charm that holds up mm-hmm. and a maturity in the way that those songs are slowed down. I mean, there's there's people there that once on Apocalypse Now, it was on um, Cheapskates Volume 2, Tooth and Nail Sample yeah. or whatnot. And then it was like that. the you know, like the fast version or whatnot, you know, it was on there and it's cool. You know, you listen to that, it's cool hearing it whenever it's like on the record. It's like slow to yeah. you know, and there's like cowbells. Now you're yeah. at a rock concert. Yeah. Now squad five oh one. Like, you know <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's funny. That's it awesome. does it's interesting you mentioned like the buck rock producer because it almost sounded like it was like almost like a fuzz to the distortion of it or something like that. You know? yeah. like, I was like, I was just saying, I was like, is that a synth or is it just like that? It's, and it just, I was like, no, it's just how it's produced. It's just kind of like a little fuzzy, mm-hmm. um, which is interesting. 
Your guitars yeah, are real dry and in your face. Like they're yeah. right there. You can hear like, yeah, it, it almost sounds like when you put your ear up to like a, um, like a small tube amp that's like cranked up or something like it just, yeah. yeah. It's yep. killer. It doesn't even make sense. How, how, did that, how does squad five, first of all, how does Exol make it snow in the springtime? And Squad Five O made the thinnest guitar tone of all time. Heavy, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is just like unreal. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but all together, like in the, on everything together, sounds great. But if you were to yeah. isolate the guitars, I wouldn't be super stoked on the guitar tone. But I, I do like it in context, and that's that's recording, right? That's how mm. you that's how you make a good album. Yeah, I mean, I, I literally, I, I would not change one single thing about the record. I, I mean, I think it's just, I think it's just a fun record, and you know, I mean, it, 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 it to me, I think it's just it captures an energy. Yeah, yeah, especially like time it. period. It yeah. does. I, I, I agree with you on that. I, I agree. And you just love the controversy of it. Oh what's, yeah. What's punk rock? That's <laughs> a little bit of controversy, man. Like that's part of it. It's like you got some drama with it. You know, that's it. Mm-hmm. it's the only way but that's wild i that I, I had never seen that album art before and that's like I mean, they actually I switched it back like it is it is like on spotify it is the original yeah. artwork again yeah well, so they don't they don't care yeah. eric was this like a big album for you at all or man i'm trying i wish david had uh given me the cliff notes i would have jammed it today but <laughs> oh yeah that's all right i'm, I'm trying to re to remember it i mean like i i love that band from that era i'm trying to really like remember the record and man it's been so long since i've listened to it but like like i can i can hear the songs but i don't remember how it sounded you know? yeah oh yeah yeah for sure i mean I, honestly i'd imagine going back listening to it, it sounds like trash but i could be wrong yeah you know i could be completely wrong and it's awesome i don't know but i just remember like that band in particular, like the first time that I saw them live, even back when they were like 121, and then of course in Squad 5-0, but especially when they had like morphed into Squad 5-0 for real. And it was like, all right, this is like a completely new level of energy that I had never like seen, have, like attitude and energy, you know? Mm-hmm. So I don't remember the record necessarily, but I remember live being like, yeah, that band's got something that nobody else has right now. Dang. Wait, so it was... Was one twenty one? Did it turn in the one twenty one continued on and Squad Five O continued on? So was it kind of like a? I think that Chris that was in one twenty one kind of eventually went full time in Squad Five O and didn't one twenty one just sort of really fizzle out after that? I could be yeah. wrong. Well, but I when I played were... shows with them, it was probably like two thousand three yeah, you know, 2004 2006 like in that range One. yeah but i but i do think that they were kind of on their way out and chris would like chris was still playing with them but he was definitely full-time with squad that's awesome that uh, they had like went on that long i think like we played a few shows with them but man it was probably in like i mean i was still in high school so it was probably yeah pretty maybe like 2000 yeah do you well, remember do you remember then when we got linked? Because see, Trav and I played with 121 up in some college. And we did Trav and Dave and, and they played. And then we got linked up with them. Do you remember us playing with 121 at that church in Knoxville? Yes. And we were Uno Bainte Uno. Yes, bro. Yeah. Yeah, dude, that was a tight show. I'm still on that team. That was um, 2004. Dang. Uh, yeah, that was cool. So they were still they were still jamming on. They were still alive. Yeah, I don't guess I realized that that the times were that, that concurrent, but it did. I mean, it's just like a gnarly time. Yeah, yeah, that was a that was a fun time for shows like 2003, 2006. I think those were probably my favorite shows that I played. Just like there was good music. It felt like there were that was still when shows just kind of had random genres all together. I would say after yeah, that is when it started to segregate a little more, but you used to like when some of those kind of first like 
tooth and nail take hold solid state like even when a lot of those bands first started to kind of pop off you know they would be on a tour and yeah like you said it would be like it would be like norma jean under oath in copeland yeah yeah you know oh, like for sure those shows it should be a awesome. sick tour like, now too yeah, yeah would. but mm-hmm. You know, and I just like, I just mean that from like a genre standpoint, like you would have just, like you said, just completely different bands together and, and, you know, people go to shows and like watch all the bands, you know, and mm-hmm. it seems like after that, if, you know, a band like Copeland had toured with those bands, probably half the people would have sit outside, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, for sure. Yeah. But that's not hardcore I mean, hard, hard enough, bro. Yeah. What's that? Yeah, I mean, one of the first times I saw Copeland, or the second time I saw them, they were touring with Under Oath. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, I love Copeland. Yeah, I mean, it was yeah, it was kind of cool. It would be kind of funny to like see Aaron start. If you find yourself here, and <laughs> like after a metal band, that would be funny. I could imagine that being like a little shocking. <laughs> People were into it though. Yeah, yeah. As soon yeah. as as soon as Norma Jean ends, it's like. Fire, you know, he goes into fire, a little delicate firefly. <laughs> they just like roll him out, and he's already. I was going to sing it, but I'd be a terrible job, so I decided not to. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, that album, Beneath the Medicine Tree. We already did that one, but. Uh, but no. Oh, I'm glad that I'm glad that uh, you you said it because uh, I have a little stuff. All right. Yo, two thirty eight. Is dude. that hangnail? No, narcissist. That's right. That's that album cover. 238 Dirt. regulate the chemicals. Yeah. Further scenes forever reset and the recess theory split. <laughs> um, yeah, is that under oath um cries um act yeah. of depression or cries of the past, yeah. Yeah. It takes a while for it to zoom in. Yes, stairwell. Uh, we're looking at a flyer right now, a take hold flyer. Shout out Chad Johnson. <laughs> That's awesome. You freaking stud for getting all mm. these killer freaking bands on your little tiny label. Pretty Gosh. awesome, isn't it? All those different, all those different jams, and so many good bands. I mean, golly, that two thirty eight record. Feels oh, regulate the chemicals, with... still all the time and playing. Unreal. I love Stay modern well. day prayer too. That is a great record. Or you should be living, is the name of it, right? Yeah. Oh, two thirty eight. Chad Johnson, like what a freaking A and R rep, just going out and. Who is it? Oh, Squad Five Hope poster. Heck yeah! You you gotta That's send amazing. us pictures of these so we can. Uh, That's amazing. Take a screenshot of him holding it right there, Eric. Oh, that's true. You pull the screen grab later. Yeah, that'll be oh, perfect. Jeez, that's gonna be so hard. No, I got it, dude. They're so it. under rock, pressure, man. dude. This is gonna take too long. Just send me pictures, dude. I got that straight up from <laughs> the tooth. Oh, it's reversible. No, from the tooth and nail. Wait, tooth nail mail order. No way. <laughs> yeah. Hey, dude, yeah. Bring back mail order, man. Mail order was sick. Dude, Ian would do that. Like, Ian had, my brother would get mail from Tooth and Nail and, like, albums in the mail constantly. When I, I would have been, like, he was probably 13, so I was, like, 10 when that started. He would just, like, he, he still has probably the largest, I think he got rid of the CDs now, but he had, like, the largest CD collection of anybody I've I've seen rubbermaids full of freaking albums wow this is in yeah and then he got an ipod uh when it first came out and it had it probably couldn't hold all the cds he had but I'm yeah he had sure but those small. mail order things man that was so cool it was like you'd, you'd get like three cds a month in the mail or something right and the yeah. randomness the randomness and the surprise of it all it was it was so pure you know like now you can just go get exactly what you want, and this was just like this exciting little moment. You don't have to go get it; it's already there. Yeah, they came to you. That's right. These kids these days. These kids, man. Nice. <sighs> yeah. Anything else, guys? What What else? Uh, I know you have some shows coming up before Furnace Fest. Are they like in a line running into Furnace Fest, or are you doing them like through some weekends ahead of time? They're like the weekend before. I'm okay. pretty sure. Mm. Yeah. Nice little dress rehearsal. That's it. Yeah, knock the dust off. You know, make sure the click track works live. Yeah, but you guys won't need it. <laughs> you don't care enough. You know. We, care about track, bro. <laughs> we got Andrew, the original drummer that was on the first two records. He's jamming, and if you don't put that dude on a click track, you're playing everything at two twenty. 
BPM, like BPMs, like dude is death metal to the core. So we, we Heck yeah. yeah, we're going to be having that click track. Have you coordinated with Johnny and Chad on rolling up on a motorcycle on stage at Furnace Fest? Have you like planned all that out? Yeah, like how's how like I guess what motorcycles are you riding? How many motorcycles? You know, yeah. Like, what's the motorcycle situation? Yeah, we actually. <laughs> that's funny that you ask. Um, yeah, no. I, I mean, I think that that, that may be just was a joke i mean i i'm not gonna we're not gonna be doing any motorcycles i personally don't ride motorcycles um i <laughs> i would um parachute in okay you know with a wire yeah, on, on, a, on a motorcycle <laughs> <laughs> the, the last time david it's... rode a motorcycle on to the stage in a show did not go that well do you remember that yeah David? it yeah. was like uh one of the pocket bikes like mm-hmm. the dc like <laughs> motorcycles and it was at some like outdoor festival and he here rode it off the stage and killed himself <laughs> it was awful awesome. i've tried to Drama. find a video of that Drama. but Keep there's no videos from that time period ever yeah thank god like well, i can i cannot find a video of me drumming i drummed hundreds of shows and i cannot i can find like two videos on like a flip phone everyone didn't have like a high quality phone in their pocket you know right it's like there's right. an era of time almost just doesn't exist, like on YouTube or on the internet, you know? Like, yeah. yeah. It sucks, kind of, but... but at the same time, we probably, my... you know, there's probably a lot of things that we didn't want to, to be recorded that were happening, so, you know? Yeah. Oh, probably. I, I don't know. I kept it real. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> keep it real. Keep it real. At one point, I uh, the band I was in played with Hanson... And we had the entire set on VHS. Whoa. And then it was in a fire. And it's just like, now it's just gone. There's no e- ever getting that back. It's just gone. Except That's in your memory it. and in your heart. Like, if there was a show that I've ever wanted to be able to watch again, that was it. Never going to El Toro slash Hanson. I have to live with that every day. Mm. Mm. Interesting. <laughs> That's no. great. Whoops. See but you later, you can guys. Go on, though. Yeah, you're dude. brave. Between Again, that and not going to Furnace we'll Coming back to how brave Eric is. <laughs> yeah, you you guys are seeing it firsthand. Keeping it real. Just <laughs> a brave guy. <laughs> uh, well, dude, anything else that you guys are like stoked on that we have not talked about yet? Like anything that you want to plug? Any merch? Any projects? Anything like that before we wrap things up? You want to tease, tease Ooh, yeah. your Furnace Fest appearance? Any anything cool gonna happen? David, what's that merch link? We we've got some sick like show on throwback merch. Ooh. I saw it. It's dope. Oh, I do not oh mother of pearl. We can add it to the show notes if you want to send it to me. Is it heavier than now.com, David? What is it? I can my, fir- my first band.com. Isn't that what he said earlier? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. If he's got a list of all the domains we own, I I hope he does. It's yeah, it is heavier than thou dot com. Love it. That's great. Yep. We yeah, we've also got getsnakebed.com. There you go. We've got uh thrash twenty four seven 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 dot com. Uh <laughs> do, you have, do you have keeping it real dot com? No, we don't, not yet. Uh, we've got lamb.com. Uh yeah, it's all good. That's great. Well, dudes, thank you guys so much for hanging out. Uh, we're heartbroken that we can't be there to see it, but we're excited to, you know, see all the videos and and you know enjoy it from afar. Uh, we wish you guys the best yeah. of luck. Have a great time, and thanks for hanging out with us. Yeah, for real. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for having. Good luck. Yeah, thank you so much. For sure. For sure. Thank you for listening to Back in the Cool Day.